The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Force Center Presents Databank Dive on the Companion. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm Ken Napsack. This is the show where we go into the Star Wars databanks, into the wilds of Wikipedia, and we find something, and one of us surprises the other with what we're going to talk about here today. That about sums it up, right, Joseph? Yeah, yeah. We're just here to celebrate a little bit of the wild and a little bit of the weird in Star Wars. And Ken, this is the weird and wild that I picked for this episode. It is a little character by the name of Max Rebo. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, now look, Max Rebel might have been on my list anyway, but uh, we are all enjoying the Book of Boba Fett and spoilers for the first episode and the second. Max Rebo pops back up. He is once again playing his organ and delighting his people with his general presence. <laughs> so it seemed like a good time to talk about Max Rebo. Plus, Ken, there's some Max Rebo controversy to talk about. Oh, I think, okay. I bet I know where that's going to, uh, what, what we're going to be talking about. But uh, yeah, okay. Well, then now, yeah, even his survival is controversial now, I get think. Well, I think. I think we're all happy, though, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe there's some people like, my favorite thing about Star Wars is that I believed Max Rebo was dead. <laughs> <laughs> it takes all kinds of fans to build a fandom. And maybe there's some people who are just like, unlike shippers, deathers, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's many controversies, I guess, to get into with Max Rebo. Uh, so we are going to start with some basic info. I wanted to start with the visual, Ken. People are, are are listening. Maybe they don't have the internet in front of their fingers. Uh, maybe they don't have this character memorized. How would you physically describe the appearance of Max Rebo? I mean, blue, f uh, fluffy, uh, just wonderful, glorious. Fluffy, Wow. Uh, yeah, fluffy. Um, yeah, I, I, elephant comes to mind. Yep. Short, squatty, elephant-like, blue mound of just musicianship. <laughs> and somehow, with those floppy ears and the big floppy snoot and the the little uh, uh, black eyes that you can't really see any detail um, against that. Uh, you know, wild blue black backdrop. He's just smoky cool, man. He's just the coolest of the cool. He's not drooping yeah. cool, but he's he's cool. <laughs> I think ironically, he might be cooler than Droopy McCool, who is also a potential on my list. Uh yeah, I think Max Rebo is great because he's so simple and bold. He is a a mound of musical talent, as you said. Mm -hmm. He does look a little almost like a Macy's balloon uh came to life because he seems like he's like he's been puffed up from the inside. That's just to me like the texture of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and he is absolutely an elephant guy. Many, many characters in Star Wars are an animal something, uh, an animal like something. He's so bold. He's bl just blue, black eyes, uh, the the weird little digits uh, that look like they got kind of little holes in them, maybe little sucker digits. Uh, but <laughs> exactly. They stick to the keyboards. Maybe that's a part of his musical talent. Um, but he is so elephant-like, but not really. He is totally like if you asked a child uh, to draw an elephant, this would be kind of an impressive drawing of a blue elephant, right? It would be like the, and there's those adults that are like, I photoshopped uh, the, my kids' drawings into real animals, and this is what they look like. Here's the elephant. That's totally <laughs> it. That's totally it. 
He is a child's elephant, Max Rebo. Uh, I hope he takes that as a compliment because that's the way <laughs> I mean it. Uh, that's what he looks like. We will now get into uh, some of the details that are shared on the various websites on the StarWars.com official site under their databank section. Here's what they have to say, Ken. Max Rebo was the heart, or at least the fluid sack, <laughs> of the band that bore his name and could be found on stage behind the pedals of his red ball organ. From there, he kept an ear on his bandmates playing and an eye on the sleazy clients who hired his ensemble for their entertainment. <laughs> nice. Right, right. We love going to the databank because sometimes it's straightforward information and sometimes it's poetry. Sometimes it's a yeah. prose with flair. I would say this is prose with flair, right? Yeah, he's a true band leader and keep an eye on everyone. He knows the areas they're working. He knows the path they've chosen, but he, he wants to make sure we all come out on the other side. And, uh, and, and then also, but also... I wonder how, like, what, what is he in the green room? Is he like, uh, Droopy, you came, you came in late on that song. I was listening to your plan. <laughs> yeah, there's something about the way Max Rebo and his band have always been presented, like that they are knockout amazing musicians, right? And that yeah. that he's got this uh, sort of um this quality to a Max Rebo where he's going to be like, hey, uh, look, Cy, uh, I, I know your name is a part of this too, but you were a little flat on that note. And I know, you know, somebody was being uh, vibro knifed in the corner and I know they didn't care at the time because that's where we play, but I care. I have a musical standard. I care. I care. I <laughs> uh, love that. Yeah, yeah. I consider them the top band of the day, man. This is, this oh. is like the who live at Leeds, them at the palace, man. <laughs> them at the palace live at Java's palace alive for now, which is the other part that I really like that idea of like, I'm watching every note with my ears and with my eyes, I am watching out for the sleazy clients who hired us. Yes. So that knowledge of like, this needs to be musically perfect and a blaster fire may start at any moment. <laughs> anytime, anytime. <laughs> Yeah, so that idea of safety is absolutely great. From there, we go on to Wikipedia. Here's what uh, Wikipedia has to say. We go to the Canon tab. Uh, Canon Wikipedia tab says, Max Rebel was a male Ortolan from Orto and a popular jizz whaler musician who led the Max Rebel band. He mainly played the Red Ball Jet organ, which he played with his feet. He and his band often performed for criminal uh, criminals and gangsters. Uh, so put a pin in feet. We'll talk about that a little bit more because <laughs> that's a shocker. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we have to acknowledge, uh, I was going to say the elephant in the room, but that now seems insensitive to Max Rebo. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> this term, jizz whaler. Uh, that, that's one of those jokes, like, it, mm -hmm. it's it's so beautiful. It is like watching uh, children taste chocolate for the first time when somebody on the internet encounters for the first time that, wait, music? This style of music in Star Wars is called what? <laughs> yes. Yeah. How do you feel about that, about the truth of it and the sort of the cycle of those jokes when somebody first discovers it and like, everybody, everybody, I have to tell you. Yeah. Well, and, and what's funny is uh, you'll sometimes run into, you know, older functioning adults who are Star Wars fans that just that <laughs> discovered that because look, not every Star Wars fan is going to take the deep dive through the resource books or the trivia contest and all that kind of stuff. So I, I totally get that. And we respect all entry points in, in Star Wars, but it's sometimes amazing. I remember even on Jedi Alliance, like a friend of mine came on the show and was like, Hey, do, do you know what the music is called? And I was like, 
yeah, for like 30 years. What do you, what do you, what do you talk about? Like, and, and it just still tickled him pink. <laughs> yeah. So it, it is a, a joy to be discovered, a joy to shared. How do you feel about it? I mean, there's lots of weird names in Star Wars from, you know, uh, Savage Press, and you get to have that discussion of, is that is that too uh, on the nose of a name, all that kind of thing? Uh, but the fact that it sounds close to jazz, which is a kind of Star Wars thing to do, to be kind of yeah. close to its real world counterpart, uh, but it's, it's, you know, got other meanings here yeah. on our earth. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's Star Wars's first and only dirty joke and it's not meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. And are you just kind of okay with that? If that's just, that's the yeah. way it happens. Yeah. I think there's a, uh, not, not, uh, not like a smugness to my response, but just kind of like, yeah, it's what it is. It, no, it's not dirty. <laughs> it's like that's what it is, and uh, you know, not to say I haven't tittered at it at some point, probably fourteen, discovering that, uh, you know. But it, it just it is. It's been around for so long. It's like I'm going to reclaim the meaning for Star Wars. Yeah, I think for me, I went through like a period of being grumpy about the uh, stormtroopers always miss joke, uh, not because it isn't an interesting and fun observation, but it's just like I I know, uh, and we have culturally been making this joke for <laughs> literally decades. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you you feel like that sometimes? Of like, yeah, I know jazz is jazz. Leave me alone. Let's talk about it. Yeah, look, you and I are both professional comics. At one point, it's like you're, you're telling a street joke, and I'm over it. And like, you know, like, no, move on to something else. Move on to something else because uh, uh, the jizz is on, and I love listening to the jizz whalers of Max. Yeah, Rose. yeah. I think the thing that that delights me is I have not done the deep dive on the history of the etymology of uh, jizz whaling. Yeah. I do like that. There's a this is my head canon that they're like, oh, well, sometimes it was just called jizz music. And they're like, oh, wait, that's not cool. Let's add another word to soften this so it doesn't sound as dirty. <laughs> How about whaler? <laughs> whaler. And it works. That's what, that's what cracks me up, the possibility that whaler is there to soften things and it does not succeed in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, moving on from that, uh, Wikipedia also uh, shared uh, that there is a comic book, uh, episode 13, episode issue 13 of Star Wars Adventures, uh, subtitled Tales from Wild Space, The Blue Brothers. And this is a story about Rebo and his brother Azul Fantel. Uh, basically, the brother Azul steals something. Uh, Max is concerned Jabba will blame him. Uh, eventually they get caught and Azul is punished by becoming a waiter on the katana. I, mm. I don't know Azul's fate uh, mm. beyond there. So a few in canon Max Rebo adventures. Uh, any any thoughts on uh, that? Have you read The Blue Brothers? Uh, I have not, uh, not, but I think I, I might seek that out. Uh, that's fascinating. I, I kind of knew it existed. I've seen some pictures of it there. And Azul, Blue, got it, love it. That's fun. Uh, yeah, and anyone who's uh, you know on the katana, I'm now tracking where they were at the time, and I want to know uh, if Azul's okay. Yeah, how they survived? If they just did, they have a real organized system. Uh, is this like going on a cruise ship? And did everybody have to attend a muster when they got on the katana? And like, yeah. if the ship appears to be blowing up, here's what you should do. Yeah, Who knows? All right, let's move on to what will be uh, Quentin Tarantino's favorite part of this conversation: uh, the feet controversy. Right. Um, so this is what uh, Wikipedia has to say about the fact that uh, Max Rebo uh, allegedly plays with his feet. While the visual evidence from the finished film is inconclusive, production sketches and the construction of the costume itself indicate that the limbs Max uses to play the keyboard are feet rather than hands. <laughs> Max was intended to be perched on a cushion at the same height as the organ's keys, 
in using his sole two limbs to play the keys. However, the 1989 West End Games source book, Galaxy Guide 4 Alien Races, took the interpretation that Max was sitting or standing inside an enclosure of his organ with the lower part of his body obscured by the instrument and depicted ortolans that are roughly humanoid in body construction with two arms and two legs. All subsequent depictions of the species have used this configuration. <laughs> so uh, we'll talk more about the action figure. The action figure had feet too. Uh, to look at Max, uh, he has shoulders and, and arms uh, in traditional placement, but apparently in the original design, that's where his body ended and those things were feet. <laughs> How do you land on this great debate, this great controversy? I think, so I don't have nightmares, I go with two arms, two legs. Um, but I I, I, I got to tell you, though, you know, you talk about discovering uh, jizz whaling as, a, as you want a Star Wars trivia and answer that, you know, you discover, every generation discovers like time and time again. When I first discovered that it was, you know, Max's feet or was in the designs, and I remember that kind of popped into my mind, I was really excited about that one and made sure I told people in junior <laughs> high about that one. So I kind of almost feel like I stood should stand behind that one to, to still hold the cred. If someone's going to, I don't want someone <laughs> now to be like, I remember Ken Napsok told me in seventh grade at like lunch that Max Reba used his feet. And it, I think he was wrong about that. I, so I don't, I don't know, but I, I, I think in the end, I do enjoy the, the figure designs and the, a lot of them that are out there that are two arms, two legs. Yeah. I think uh, for me, if, if I ever knew this, I forgot this at some point. And when he's appearing on book of Boba Fett, there's a, there's a great severity to uh, where his, his body cuts off, you know? Yes. Um, it, it looks like it absolutely can be interpreted if you freeze frame on Max Rebo, like you're looking at this Abruder film. Uh, that is, is he have a real tight seal on the way the organ is hugging his body or is, or is that it for the old Max Rebo body right there? <laughs> That's it. It stops. <laughs> Which would support uh, the feet discussion. If I ever knew about this, I forgot. And I saw people talking about, were those the correct limbs? And I was like, I'm so used to sometimes uh, Star Wars conversation on social media being, you know, intense. And I was like, mm -hmm. what, a, what did what did people get wrong about Max Rebo? And it was just a delight to discover the great feet controversy. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, it's funny, as we're chatting, I'm doing like a backup image search. And uh, some of the models that you see that are, are feet yeah, I, that's not going to sit well with me at three in the morning, the witching hour. Like there, it's a little, it's something, it's something. You mean the original concept art that is arguing for feet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The argument for, for feet is, uh, it might freak me out a little bit. Yeah, it's something else. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm going to, oh, okay, okay, I see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i risked uh getting on it watch lists by putting in max rebo feet images <laughs> and it popped yeah. right up no this i look this is wait he's just he's an early subalba design that's what it is really. yeah, yeah, there's 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 actually a little of subalba energy to be clear um yeah 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 it's it's not wrong it's not i'm the one with the problem it's it's not you max whatever version you are it's not me I think here, here's the thing. I don't feet, arms. I don't care. What I care about is uh, where joints are located. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And in these drawings, uh, this uh, sculpture. Uh, hey, look! If the joints were down at the hips, and then the limbs were rising up the way they are, it looks like he's just doing some impressive yoga. Yeah. Uh, and then rising up to play the keys. Fine. Uh, if joints are on the hips, I say legs. 
<laughs> yes. If joints are up by the head, I say arms. Arms. Yeah. And, and look, to be fair, in a lot of the shots, throw the toys aside, but just a lot of the shots, even from Return of the Jedi, I mean, it, it, it's, you're, it, you'd be hard-pressed to convince me that those are feet. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. To me, it is It is about just, uh, do the words shoulders and hips mean nothing anymore? <laughs> yes, please save the sanctity of shoulders. Um, but yeah. Um, but on the flip side, like you look at like uh, on this page I'm looking at, there's like a Max Rebo plush. Like it just works as a, you know, a big teddy bear uh, with open arms for you. With yeah. Big arms teddy too. elf. Yeah. Teddy elephant. Yeah. 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 So, well, wherever people land on this debate, I think is just fine. Uh, I, I have no need uh, for people to uh, have a firm agreement one way or another on what two limbs uh, he's playing that Jizz Whalen music with because he is playing the hell out of it. Yes, he is. Uh, but there is a part of me when I look at these early drawings, if, if, if Max had been constructed that way where his joints were on the lower part of his body and then his like elbow or knee mm-hmm. <laughs> was mm-hmm. bent down and that had just been the truth I'd lived with with all my life, I would have just thought that's an awesome, weird design. If my toy had come out like that, I would have thought that's just an awesome, weird design. Yeah. Instead, <laughs> we get to live in this strange world where I know they're attached at the shoulders, but those are legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. All right. So that's kind of our, our overlook on who Max Rebo is and uh, where some of his limbs connect. Uh, yeah. Let's just get into talking a little bit about the character. Ken, what was your relationship growing up a- as a kid? Uh, did you think Max Rebo was cool was he weird was he both who was max rebo in your life oh he was all of it he is weird he is cool i i, I love size noodles in the max rebo band i really do and and uh you know that uh, growing up before the special editions now that that sequence we've talked about a lot on the force center main show and the jedi rock stuff is it my favorite no but the heart of it still remains and max rebo still remains i've loved max rebo i think it's just great i i i Jedi being my first real experience, Return of the Jedi. I um, didn't discover the, you know, figure Dan and the modal nodes uh, like everyone did in 77, which I might have had a similar uh, uh, feeling. But it's just being a, a young kid, so many wild, crazy, you know, Ewoks and Death Stars blown up and lightsabers and big revelations and also a great rock band with this weird <laughs> elephant dude. Like, always have been a fan of Max Revo. Yeah, me too. I think I, I think when I was young enough, there wasn't really a line between cool and weird. Like I, you know, hey, Luke Skywalker with the lightsaber saving the day—that is really cool. But but so is just the the weird elephant guy who just seems super into his music. Like that's what I I took from yeah. it, right? Yeah. Like I hadn't seen a bunch of live stuff, uh, but my dad's a, a drummer, and uh, my dad would often uh, work work all week, and then he would uh, drive up north to a smaller town in Minnesota. I, we lived in Minneapolis, and he would go up to Brainerd, and and he'd play a gig, and he, he would love it, you know. And uh, just even as a kid, from from him kind of telling me about his his gigs. It, it just, I don't know. I think I kind of made a connection of like, yeah, that should happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> I wonder if Max Rebo has to drive two hours to play this gig the way my dad does. He absolutely does. <laughs> Works all week, drums all weekend. Love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Max Rebo is a, a full-time professional, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have the action figure set of uh, Size Noodles in the Max Rebo band when you were a kid, the original Kenner one? So sadly, no. Um, but I think I have to go out to my storage. I think at some point over the last like five, 10 year range, I think I acquired it. The power of the force version, not the in anything in the original line. OK, um, I'd have to check. Um, yeah. I, but, I, but as a kid, definitely did not grow up with Max in my collection. 
Okay. Uh, this is, I think this is a part of what really uh, connected me to them because, uh, you know, is that uh, toy line advanced? Uh, you know, there, it was, there was no way the modal nodes were being made for the first film, right? Yes. But by the time they got to Return of the Jedi, like, let's make every action figure we can. So it was amazing to me as a kid that they made them because they were the kind of characters that hadn't been made really uh, for the right, previous right. two films, right? And I think that... I had, I remember being really like, oh, you, you have three kinds of action figures. You have uh, heroes, uh, rebels, you have Imperials, and then you have bounty hunters. And suddenly like a fourth <laughs> faction, <laughs> the band, the band, <laughs> uh, there's some exceptions within that, but uh, yeah. that was where my head was at as a kid. Uh, and I just, I loved that set. I thought it was so amazing. I'm looking at an old picture of it now uh, that it came with that, uh, the, Mike stand, uh, uh, Droopy's yeah. instrument. And then, you know, the Rebo is, is action posed to play them keys and he's got the yeah. organ. You can take him in and out of, ah, totally love it. Yeah. It's totally. absolutely joyful. Uh, he does probably the reason that I didn't uh, fall into the uh, knee or feet rabbit hole is, uh, because of this action figure that's got, <laughs> uh, very traditional limbs. Yes. Yes. Clearly hands on the figure. Yes. Traditional yeah. limb placement. The thing that also struck me as a kid and I forgot about and then came back to me as an adult, Ken, is that this uh, action figure set is labeled as size Snoodles and the Rebo Band. This is a three-person operation and they have gone to the trouble to list (laughs) two people and not the third. So there's a part of me that has always looked at this and thought the title of this should just be F. Droopy McCool. (laughs) Look, I, I, you know, and and this is what I'll say about with the expanding, uh, the, uh, the, the expansion of the band in the special editions with Joe Yao's and everyone. I think it, 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 it I, I enjoy that for the sake of Droopy McCool, where he's not completely left out. <laughs> right, it's justice for Droopy McCool. That's what all the Akrev and all those uh, backup singers, all those yep. characters are are there to support Droopy McCool. Yeah, look, it's the life of being in a band. You know, you got your lead singer, a little bit of a star. That's just the way it's going to work. And Max Rebo probably put them together, and it just flows. It just flows real nice. But I, I've always Droopy. I think one of the reasons he's Droopy McCool is he just he just like yeah, man, it's all good. I just want to play. I just want to play. I don't, I don't need to be involved in any drama. Not nah, thank you. I don't need a shirt. No, I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, as an adult now, you know, when you, I talked a little bit about it, Max as a sort of musical professional, you know, what kind of character do you imagine Max to be? Is he a, is he a good musician? Is he too much of a, a taskmaster? What do you think about him? Oh no, I think he's the best of the best. I think there's a reason he's in high demand. Uh, and as a task taskmaster, yeah, th- that line would make me think. But I think he's one of the ones. He's not like so. He's not not like uh, you know the the uh, uh, some jerk genius that you're forced to work with. No, no, the, the, he's no, he, he's respected. You know, it's just one of those things. You're like, look, you know, you got to be on your game around Max. He's he's got high demands. Uh, he, he's, he's Michael Jordan, but in the star Wars, uh, music world, you know, he's like, you, he's, he's competitive. He, you know, there was the, the feud between the uh, modal, the modal nodes and figuring Dan and looks like maybe peace has been made by the way, but, um, he, he's, 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 he's got high standards and, and, and he, and he wants you to live up to him, but you, you get it. He's like one of those tough bosses that you're like, you know, iron fire. I got sharpened. I like Max for it. <laughs> I love this breakdown. I love the idea that, yeah, no, he's not, he's not throwing tantrums. He's not a, a jizz wailing auteur. Yeah. 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 <laughs> who's, who's being a jerk about it. But I love that he 
I think because of that connection to jazz, I think about things I've read about like uh, big band leaders or, you know, I'm a big fan of Frank Sinatra. And there are a lot of stories uh, about uh, Sinatra, particularly in his older years that like he, he never said a, a mean thing to his band. It's just that uh, if not, if he didn't have anything to say, that was a compliment because he meant yeah. it meant you were killing it. Right. So yeah. that there was like a kind of this coolness of like, I really expect everybody to be up at this level and everybody is. So I don't have anything to say. I, I love that. And I think there's this also connection with uh, the Rebo band getting mostly, you know, uh, gigs by uh, playing for criminals uh, and uh, in these, in these bad uh, gangsters in these tough spots. Very reminds me, you and I have been talking even off air recently about a lot of comedy history. Uh, and the history of Vegas, everything connected to the mafia. And if like, if you were a, 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 a stand-up comic in the thirties and forties, you worked for the mob yep. and you just had to kind of deal with it. And, and beyond that as well into the fifties, I know, but I, I, I think Max has to be a little tough because of that. He needs work. This is how you get the work, how you make a living. And that's why he watches his band and doesn't necessarily agree or side with the people he's working with, which is a different thing. Growing up, I just assumed anyone in that palace was on Team Jabba all the way through and through. I never would have assumed that Max was just kind of doing a gig and this is the only gig I could get and we got to do it to survive. Yeah, yeah, but it seems like that's the way he is. Of just like, look, I know the gig. I, I, I'm in it. I'm enjoying the music. That's the shots in Return of the Jedi, you know, both the oh, original yeah. special edition. He's in it. He's loving that music. But he's also like aware of where they are. Uh, we were joking about this on on one of our other shows too, of like one of the skill sets for great musicians in these uh, these places is to know, hey, uh, if there's going to be violence, got to stop the music. <laughs> yeah. And he is he's a great band leader. Like, what? Everybody stop for a beat? Okay, and back in. And back in. So now that we know he did indeed survive the sail barge explosion, we have seen him in the Book of Boba Fett, which at a place that looks like he's got a better gig at the Sanctuary in Mos Espa. What's your headcanon for how his life is going? I think it is a... It's a, it's a better life. And by the way, him escaping from the Katana, I'd love to get that story because it might prove one way or another, whether it was feet or hands, because I got to imagine if it was feet, he was able to get off that thing quick and easy. Oh yeah. Yeah. And not have to shimmy out of that red ball organ. If it was his hands. Um, I, I think he's, I think he recovered. I think a lot, there was probably some trauma, you know, who knows? We don't know. Droopy. Does he get out of there fast? Sigh. Was she, she there? What happened? What happened? And I think, I think uh, just he, yeah. picturing Droopy's uh, drawers floating through the air after the explosion. is <laughs> making me sad. Lightly flowing down. <laughs> All sudden's the career of Droopy McCool. And I got to imagine though, see, Max is the kind of guy, he wouldn't rush out by himself first. He, he might've tried to make sure the band was safe. Oh, a true band leader. He would yes. lead his band to safety. Yeah, and this wasn't the the band that's uh, on the Titanic. Uh, <laughs> and Max, I think that this goes to that thing of Max is like, look, we never loved the guy. He treated us nice, but Jabba did some bad things. We got to go. Now's our time. And whether or not he was the only one to survive or not, maybe that's to be determined. But I think he ended up settling into a quieter life. Look, he works at the sanctuary. We're going to learn more about that with Garza Fwip and everything. I still don't think it's all on the up and up. But I think Max feels he's in a safer spot. He's made some peace with uh, Figrin Dan. And lo it looks like uh, we don't know that 100% confirmed, I think, at this time. But uh, and then he's got a great uh, astromech drummer droid. He's he's working yeah. in a good spot. That astromech drummer droid just has my heart. Mm. Um yeah, I think there's something about it of like there's this whole vibe in the the transition of the what's going on in the crime world of like we trying to do things quieter. Yes, absolutely. Deals are being made, gambling, things under the table, payments, uh, all that. But the contrast between 
uh, Jabba's Palace being this low down, dirty gig where there are like violent, <laughs> drunk people, death sticks everywhere. It doesn't yeah. look like it has been cleaned in a thousand years. Yeah. And the sanctuary is like, oh, it's brightly lit. Mm. Uh, nobody touches our equipment. No one has vomited on my <laughs> red ball <laughs> organ in years. This is great. It's, it's just, and people want to, some people come for the music on purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's great. He's gone from, uh, you know, El Rancho, the early days of Vegas to like the Sands. He's, he's, a, yes. he's in a good spot. Yeah. This is a classy joint for a classy guy. Uh, we always like to check in and, and make it personal. What if uh, these characters or ideas intersected with our own lives? So, Ken, if Max Rebo was real and he had a Kickstarter for a new album, would you back it? Hundred percent, tenfold. Share it on all social media platforms. <laughs> I think you might as well do this. I think I think you could um, uh, put uh, some of the music that that's, we've already heard in uh, Book of Boba Fett that people are, are like. I think you just might just put it out as an album. See, well, I'll back it. I'll yeah. su- I'll support it. I'll buy it. I truly wish that they would do that. Of like, yeah, maybe it's some music from the show, but it's also just music we've entirely made up. A lot of the Galaxy's Edge music in Ogus Cantina is great, but if it's like, no, this is all Max Rebo. It's his style. This is his signature classic that he's been playing for decades. Yep. <laughs> you know, I really, really would uh, happily uh, back that album. Love, love it. Is there anything that you want to sit inside the way Max sits inside his red ball organ? What do you want to just have around uh, your waist or the bottom of your body? Look, if you've ever watched me sit down on my couch and play video games, I need what Max has. I sit on the couch. There's like three pillows underneath me on my back and a pillow that I put so I can, you know, play, uh, put my hands in my controller and kind of hold it up without having to actually exert energy. And then maybe food will, uh, a plate of food will go in there too. So I need, basically I'm describing, I need like one of those little things you put a, 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 a eight month old in that has wheels, <laughs> uh, you know, toys on it and a place to put your, your, your baby mush. I need that. And I think Max's Red Ball Oregon kind of represents that. So if I could create the adult uh, video game couch chair. Uh, uh, I, I think I'd want that. And then you can get me in with my feet uh, nicely planted uh, on the bottom, not playing with my feet. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's very, very great. Yeah, I'd be happy if I could do a lot more things with my feet. Uh, yeah. But I think I would want half of what you would have. I think I would want almost just to experience it uh, what I have in real life, but wrapped tightly around me, which is a one half couch, one half desk. So like I'm facing yeah. forward. It's my desk. I got my computer, but now it's time to relax. And I just swivel around to the other side and it's like comfy. There's a couch, there's a drink holder and there's my TV. I just want to be sandwiched between the, the two screens that dominate my life. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Excellent. Uh, some great ideas uh, for all of our limbs. Uh, we're going to move on to our final ratings. We like to rate the the wild and weird factor of what we're talking about. So our rating system is based on one of the original Star Wars weirdos, and that is Lobot. So out of 10 Lobot heads, Ken, one being the least, 10 being the most, how many Lobot heads do you give Max Rebo? I got to tell you, I think I... I, I haven't kept track of our rankings so far, but this might be my highest one. I'm going nine Lobots. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I go nine Lobots if you accept that those are arms. In a full ten Lobots, yes. if you believe those are feet. Agreed. I back that play at one hundred percent. Because if it's if it's feet, oh boy, we got we there's some things going on there. But even arms, the 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 childlike elephant design, you could just see the ILM creature, uh, you know, team having a lot of fun 
creating a, a jazz playing jizz whaler in Star Wars, and it comes together in the most beautiful, weird way. Yeah, Max Rebo is a fun character, depending if he is the original drawing, if he is an action figure, and uh, he reflects not the coolness of Jizz Whaling, and he also reflects just how flexible limbs can truly be, really lets us look at things from different perspectives. Thank you very much, Max Rebo, and thank you all for listening. Uh, if you want to find links to all things Force Center, you can check out uh, our Twitter at Force Center Pod, which has links to absolutely all the places you can find us. Ken, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Ken Napsock or go to my website, KenNapsock.com. Excellent. And you can find me on all the social media is at Joseph Scrimshaw and check out my website, josephscrimshaw.com for all of my other adventures. For now, we have loved spending time with you and love spending time with Max Rebo. This has been Databank Dive. <laughs>